Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This past Friday, workers at the Canada Revenue Agency voted in favor of a strike ahead of mediation that takes place later this month. Uh, the union wants a pay increase. They want more flexibility on remote work and improved job security and work-life balance. They haven't had a collective bargaining agreement for two and a half years. So if this happens, it could uh, have a big effect on a lot of things, such as your tax refund, uh, certain services like benefit payments. According to Canada.ca, the website, they say benefit payments would be prioritized. The Canada Child Benefit would continue during any labor disruption. But uh, there are still a lot of questions. Kelsey Campbell is the executive producer of this show, and she's with me now to talk about uh, taxes in general uh, and the you know general tax situation. Hi, Kelsey. Thanks for joining us. Hey Martin, happy Easter. Yeah, happy Easter to you too. It's not the, it's not the weekend you want to think about your taxes, but I guess it's coming up. Are you one of those people who gets their taxes done really early? Yeah, so this is what I'm thinking about. You reach um, March, you reach spring, things are greening up, the sun is coming out, we're not seeing so many temperatures in the minus, and then yet it's just an anxiety-induced season because <laughs> we always have that tax deadline looming in our heads. And for me, I just can't believe, like, every year I'm like, okay, as soon as the tax documents pop up, it's usually kind of end of February, I'm like, I'm going to get this done for, like, March 15th, so it's just done and out of mind. And then April 30th always starts creeping up, and it's just panic, panic, panic. So last weekend, I pulled two all-nighters nice. and filled, I'm, I'm a big Excel spreadsheet girl, and but I have a rental and I have work from home expenses and I try to detail everything and collect, go around my car and all in my house and all of the pockets of my jackets and pull out receipts and go back and try to figure out everything I need to claim. And every year at this time, I'm like, okay, never again. I'm going to just keep my spreadsheet updated month to month or like every day when I come home, if I've got expenses to add, I'm just going to put it in the spreadsheet and I'll find myself right back here making this promise to myself next April. That is hilarious because that is exactly what I do. Every year I, th I say, I'm going to do, I'm going to be really, I get everything in order and I never do. And, and now taxes are way more complicated than they were even three years ago because so many people are working from home and then all of a sudden they have all these uh, different deductions. So do you, you do your own taxes? I prepare my own taxes. I get all of my spreadsheets in order and then I do use an accountant and, and getting, the right accountant, if it's more complicated than a single T4, and not a lot of people are lucky enough to just have one T4 and, and be able to go onto the CRA website themselves, file, easy, boom, get your return or make your payment. Um, but I would say having the right accountant that's willing to find every drop of blood out of a stone um, has been a game changer for me. And every year I'm like, what am I missing? What more should I be thinking about? And every year he blows my mind and reminds me of something that I've overlooked. Yeah. Um, 
but again, this is when like I feel for accountants, they're pulling all nighters. They're working seven days a week yeah. because ev- and like that last minute, everyone's getting in and then you're annoyed with them. If you're getting it, you know, your all of your details and your T4s and other forms to them on April 28th. And they're like, uh, I don't know when I'm going to be able to get this in. Then it's like, come on, man, there's a deadline in two days. You got to do it. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is an interesting thing. I, I would never do my own taxes, but the act of getting everything together is a chore enough. And that feels like I'm doing my taxes. But do you know that about a quarter of Canadians prepare their own tax returns? And of those uh, 25% that do their own tax returns, 27% actually say they enjoy doing their taxes. I think when you know you're going to get a refund, it's a thrill. I, I like I like the feeling of organization once I get it all together, and that's why like right now I'm I'm pretty excited. I've, I'm completely up to date for my 2023 taxes now in my in my spreadsheet. But like, give me two months, or we're into summertime. That's going to go by the wayside. And like I said, I'm, I'm going to be behind. One, one of the thi- one of the things that you just said about the CRA negotiations that I really jumped out at me is that they're seeking job security, and I'm just wondering if there is another job that is more secure (laughs) than working in the tax industry. Yeah, no kidding. I mean, what what do they say? Death and taxes. Yeah, because yeah, next year, yeah, they're 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 going to decide that Canadians don't need to file taxes anymore, so oh, yeah. we're going to lose we're going to lose <laughs> all the staff in the CRA. I don't I don't see that happening. Yeah, that's a good point, and and the whole idea of your tax uh, refund being delayed to me, I mean, that's a sacred thing, your tax refund, because we have this sort of agreement with the government that they can take our money in advance off our paychecks, most people, uh, in advance, the tax money, and we'll give that to them, but we get our tax refund when we do our taxes. And if that's delayed, I think that's going to cause a lot of unhappy people. It's stressful, and it is something that I I really do bank on. Like I budget in that tax refund. That's what's going to pay for my property taxes, and I pay annually with for my my car insurance from that refund every year. So when you're planning on it, um, yeah, it's a it's a bit scary. And again, we don't know yet. Like the CRA was reading their their statement, and they the government is going to do everything in their power to make sure that they reach an agreement before next Friday. Um, but I think we have to prepare for what this means. And if people weren't already feeling the pressure, like we were to get ours in before the tax deadline, now you kind of feel like, oh, shoot, I better get everything in like beginning of this week in hopes of it being processed before Friday when there's the potential for everyone to walk off. Mm-hmm. And uh, what about uh, something like RRSPs? Are you a big RRSP uh, person? I have very mixed feelings about RSPs. I think it depends on what your your family income situation is. My my grandparents put basically they were completely up to date in RSPs, and then they always struggled with trying to pull it out. And um, for me, I'm I'm really really big on tax free savings, and I've gone the route of 
doing tax-free savings account, having that filled to the brim, and then having it in investment accounts. Because you can also do, you know, GICs and and investments through your tax-free savings account. And that's been my comfort zone to this point. Right. That's the main thing I've tried to put into my kids, to instill into my kids, is use the tax-free savings account when you're young and uh, put it in real, you know, like stocks or things that are, are a little riskier but can go for the long term because the tax-free savings account when you're young is just the greatest thing. Oh, it's so great. And I've, yeah, I've got the auto payment set up for the biweekly paycheck so that it's, it's something that just, it doesn't have to be even top of mind. It just happens. And I was really lucky. I, my mother's a banker and has always been a banker. So saving money, saving for retirement has always been a number one priority. And I don't, I, I know it's something that often comes up when we talk about savings and retirement, um, that there's, there's this hope parents always wish that these were things that were discussed at an early age in school and that that was a part of the curriculum because it's really tough when you talk to people who are looking 15 years down the road at retirement and you're like, okay, well, what's your saving situation? And they're like, savings? RSPs? And that, that feels a bit frightening once, once you, you get to a certain point. And at that point, to do the catch up, um, it's really difficult. Yeah, I think you, you said a mouthful there. I think uh, financial literacy should be taught more than it is, especially in high schools. I think that's a huge thing. Totally. Just being able to process. It's really like when you say the the term retirement to a 16 year old, (laughs) like you're just, yes, I intend at 16. Yes, I intend to retire someday, but how you get there, there's, there's, there's no, um, there's no clear blueprint at that age of what that looks like or why you would need to think that far in advance because 50 years down the road at 16 just seems like a future you problem. Um, yeah. big time. <laughs> That's like a yeah. different person. So, uh, Kelsey, before I let you go, uh, how are you celebrating today? I, I'm hoping there's a big feast in your future. Yeah, I'm just getting the the Easter eggs ready to go, and we're going to have a bit of a scavenger hunt for my kiddo. I've got a three-year-old, nice. and uh, yeah, the the party will continue outside. It's very, very windy where I am right now. But Martin, if I can, just on the tax front, because I know that everyone wants to get more money out of their tax returns, and if I've missed you for this year, maybe for next year, I just want to share a couple of things that I just didn't know about. Um, if, you, if you... Are someone who can track and keep receipts, any health expenses that are out of pocket, even if you have a prescription that's covered 50% or 75%, whatever it is, the extra amount remaining, you can claim that. And one of the biggest things that jumped out now that we have so many people with allergies, if you're diagnosed with celiac, you can claim all of your gluten-free foods that you purchase at the grocery store. But this is where tracking and keeping those receipts can feel really, really tedious. And then you have to, in order to get that refund, you need to spend over, it's about $2,100 a year on on health expenses. But that can include hospital parking if you have to go to an appointment. Like all of those things really add up over a year. And so if you're someone who tracks, that can be quite a game changer. Right. And use your phone because there's probably a lot of apps, but even just taking photographs of receipts is probably a good idea. It's a great point. The apps that exist now. 
yeah, I just thought the celiac thing, I just feel like everyone I talk to has someone in their family yeah. that is celiac. And the uh, we talk so much about inflation and the cost of the grocery stores. And this is one sure way to be able to claw back a little bit of money um, when you're spending extra in the natural food set section of the grocery store. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend. season of 911 on a new night Thursday March 14th on Global Stream on Stack TV